taste the biscuit. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. And then I see Tommy Kramer, my childhood idol. And I go, TK, let's have a drink. I'm buying. Honest to God, he doesn't even say a word. He shrugs his shoulders and he turns right into the bar. I don't think we sat there and drank, and I don't know if he said, said more than like 10 words to me. You're an Elliot. Nobody likes me that much. Hello, Jerry. Vivek may want to get his prostate check. Was that not the weakest stream you've I have ever stream. heard? You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Oh, my. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Oh, my. Talking prostate. Is it Wednesday already? It is. I believe so. Front and center. What's going on, kids? What's happening? What are you doing? No, oh, it's a cold one this morning. But no. no. Is it 20? Uh, 25. 25. There you have it. At least it's dry, no snow. I yeah. don't think we're going to see any of that for a while. Yeah, the forecast like for, because you asked yesterday, Jerry, what the uh, the forecast looks yeah, like for looks, a white Christmas. Wah, wah, not yeah, going to happen. It's about uh, the same. I like it. We don't need a white Christmas 40s, every year. 40s, we never have a white Christmas. We did last year. <clears throat> Was it white last yeah, year? And like white negative and five. Yeah. Snow on the ground? Yeah. yeah. See, I can never. I can't remember either. Year to well, year. Well, you had it. Year Basically, year. if you're not in the northernmost part of New England or the Great Lakes area, you're going to see brown and green Christmas. Went kayaking on Christmas once in Florida. That was just as nice as a white Christmas. I saw guys golfing yesterday. Those golfers are out of their freaking minds, aren't they? Get a lot of roll on the hard ground. All weekend, yeah, I guess. Not for me. Well, I'm going to the mountains this weekend, Smoky Mountains, so maybe there might be some snow. I doubt it. No, no yeah, snow there. Get a little snow up top there. I don't know. At the very tippy top. Yeah. Boy, that's beautiful down there, isn't it? It is. It's just uh, to drive up there, three-hour drive just to go up the side of the Smoky Mountain and just look. And now this time of year, there'll be nobody there. It's not like in, no, you know, in July bet. when you go. Want to bet? Unfortunately, do do, like it is. Christmas village thing? They do. They have Obergatlinburg, which they have a uh, man-made ski mountain. So it's a ski German oh. chalet, oh, and it's oh, just oh, 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 oh. packed. It's, yeah, so. Yeah, after we talked about it the other day, Christy, the amount of Gatlinburg <clears throat> and Smoky Mountain and Pigeon Forge videos that are showing up in my algorithm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it know. looks really yeah, nice. Right, <laughs> like, right. Oh, look. Look at this. You know, it's it's we go there all the time because it's such an easy drive. Six hours to get there. By the time you're sick of driving, you know, you you're pull there. out, you're there, you whatever. You go do some moonshine tasting. You eat. You walk around. You get some trinkets, and you're good to go. Eastern Tennessee is beautiful. Yeah. It is. Doing a little Airbnb? Uh, no. We looked at cabins, but they're just, it's for two people, it's like too expensive. It's like, you know, two, $2,500 for four days for two people. No, we're not doing that. So, and they all sleep six, eight, it, Correct. Because that's usually the groups that go down there. Yeah, it would have been nice and romantic, a little fireplace, but no, 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 no. no. So there's, you're going to be in a Hampton. <laughs> actually, it's called the Park Vista, and it's the one hotel that's on uh, top of the mountain that overlooks downtown gatlinburg oh there you and go and then, then you take you take little trams that'll get you where you need to go oh, so you don't have to drive everywhere to drive. yep Aha. yep yep see a method to your madness because that's you. where your moonshine place uh-huh is. right down there in downtown mm. there, there you go. go 
Well, what do we got going today? I see the uh, president. Is Sleepy Joe coming on today? Sleepy Joe, 740. Love it. Just highlighted the script. Nice. We got him. And you I... see what the Biden administration is looking to compromise on? No, what? Uh, well, you have to wait till the news. Yeah. Oh, that's that that's the... if Republicans pass a $100 billion aid package. They might think about tightening up the border. Wow. Oh, so it's trade. You oh, give us money for Ukraine and we'll give you money for the border. Yeah. Oh. I'd say no trade. Say no trade. It's losing on trade. Brad Zelensky's yeah. got some balls, doesn't he? He really CNN does. Sitting there yesterday. He what really a does. Jag. Oh. When does it end? How much money we give this guy? And he goes to, he says he has no money left. We've given them like $200 billion. And he's like, I'm out of money. And if true, those videos of the, the mansions that he's bought. Yeah. On the coast of Greece and everything else. This guy. Where's the money going? Man. All these countries giving him money. He goes, I got no money. You know, like the $75 million yachts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then there's the yachts. Right, right. Hmm. Bill Burr tickets, huh? TSO uh, tickets? TSO tickets. Starting to like that. And uh, tell everybody our guest at 7.05. I'm not really down I- I'm gonna with do my, a tease. my Buckeye. I'm going to do a tease. Kids, if you're watching TV and you think that uh, you're happy that Michigan has a scandal, well, we had a scandal back in the day, and now there's a book on it. And yes, they just like they're going to take Michigan's championship away if they win, we had a championship taken away. Yeah, yeah. And we got the author of a book about it coming on. How That's about your tease? the uh, Buckeye coach? It was carjacked up. God, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Close call. Damn. It is Cleveland, but yeah. yeah. Right. (laughs) That could have happened here, but yeah. Yeah. It's funny. uh, Merker was telling me a story how he was uh, filling in at my old station, and they were doing a show, and they were talking about um, the host said, leaving Cleveland for Miami is like leaving Angelina Jolie for Jennifer Aniston. Cleveland was Jennifer Aniston. Miami is Angelina Jolie, right? And Merker turned to him and he said, Jennifer Aniston, Cleveland, more like Roseanne Barr. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, not maybe not the best yeah, analogy. Yeah, right. if, listen, I like Cleveland, but have you been there? And I think even from people from Cleveland go, yeah. We know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Angelina Jolie, even that is a bad analogy, right? Comparison. For Miami? E. No, being from take, Cleveland, he's well, right. that was the take story Jennifer of the day. over Angelina, but maybe back in the day, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was upgrading. That was the thing. He was leaving one That's for the not other. An upgrade. But he was leaving one for the other, is the point. But Jennifer Aniston is not Cleveland. Uh, Would that analogy be now for Cleveland Lizzo? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yes, right? Downtown Cleveland is rough. The last time I was up there. Uh, it's been years when, yeah, we stayed in a hotel downtown Cleveland and uh, did the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and that kind of stuff. But. Although Cleveland and Detroit get banged on so much anymore, got to be better than Baltimore, Philly, Oakland, San Francisco, Chicago, New York. Those cities are doing better than the the big, the major ones that you see every day on the news and Uh-oh. the videos on social media. Well, they all have a spot at the poker player table. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they all have a spot. Crayola Cleveland box of bad doesn't cities. have uh, dibs on uh, you know homelessness and despair. That's for sure. No, I think they all have <laughs> a they all have the poker now, chips. Yeah. Yep. 
Just better weather in some areas. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. You can wear your bathing suit. You get, hey, if I want my shot. crime, I want it sunny. I don't want it cold and get windy shot and shot in a warmer climb. Yeah. Makes it a problem. little easier. Well, if I'm laying down on the ground bleeding yeah. and it's below zero. You want to be looking up at a cloudless sky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> take your final And breath. roll in some poop. Yeah. <laughs> roll in some San Francisco brown. Yeah. So busy show. Tickets. Michael Evans. And we'll have the Michael Evans replay next. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered staff, nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. We got sunshine today, 42, your high. Clear tonight, low 22, and sunshine for Thursday and a high 45. It is 26 right now. So if you frequent the drive through window at the Wendy's on Maxtown Road in Westerville, Torg, when you lived in Westerville, did you go to that yeah. Wendy's? You might notice that Randy isn't taking your order. An AI chatbot is. The new AI drive through concept uses Google software called Wendy's Fresh AI, carries out conversations with customers. So think chat GP, but ordering food. Uh, it can understand made-to-order requests, able to answer frequently asked questions as well. Wendy's hoped that less miscommunication and mistakes would result, and believe it or not, it's worked. This has been the test market for it. Wendy said that many more locations in central Ohio will transition to AI drive throughs slated to come at the end of this year and early 2024. It's here. It's here. It's happening. The Biden administration told members of Congress yesterday they're willing to support securing up America's border in exchange for Republicans backing Additional aid to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, equating to roughly a $100 billion aid package. But it's all Ukraine. All Ukraine. The Even all though they just they throw Ukraine. in Israel and Taiwan. Uh, one of the proposed changes from the White House to immigration law would effectively revive the Trump-era Title 42 order and allow officials to pause asylum law in the U.S. Now, even if the Senate agrees to all these changes, um, the future is very uncertain in the House. So... Voting going to look a lot different in New York next year. The New York Court of Appeals issued a 4-3 decision yesterday ordering the state to draw new congressional districts. The move gives Dems the potential to get more favorable district lines, which could help them reclaim the majority of the House. The maps were redrawn last year, but Democrats sued to have those maps thrown out after the party lost seats in the New York suburbs. And the NFL season, uh, this NFL season, there have been some complaints about play-by-play announcer Al Michaels being less than enthusiastic during his Thursday night football broadcasts. Well, yesterday, NBC rectified that. They announced they are removing Michaels from the NFL playoff coverage this season. Replacing him, 27-year-old Noah Eagle, son of broadcaster Ian Eagle. Uh, don't sweat it at NFL or NBC. Uh, people don't tune in to hear the talking heads. They tune in to see the dudes collide. And he was an field. NBC anyway. He's oh, He's... He's paid by Amazon Prime. ESPN is Mike Tirico. They were putting Al Michaels on in the playoffs because they had a bonus game, and they just decided to move on from that. Yeah, it was one game. Yeah. Right, right. So they don't even – it's not like they own him anyway. They just decided not to use him. And I'm sure he doesn't care. Now, he was NBC. He was, but yes. not now. Right. He's now on Prime. Right, right. And the worst broadcast team in the NFL. <laughs> Him and Her- Herbie knows nothing about pro football. And I am uh, Amazon Prime, but I don't watch those Thursday games. Has he been rather? I mean, he's 80 Sometimes, years old. He's 80, right? But Herbie's also not good. He's great in college, bad in pro. When you're getting Jets and Cardinals as your Thursday yeah, night they had game, a really watching. bad lineup on yeah. Thursday, too. Yeah. 
and Al wasn't at 79 years old, he wasn't holding back on the matchups. I mean, he was pretty uh, cynical from uh, the highlights I saw. Anyway. I think he'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. I would think he just hangs it up at this point, right? I thought he'd hang it up when he quit NBC. And he, quit <laughs> he just kept Prime. going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. QF on Monty 6, Kemba Financial Credit Union Traffic. Accident-free this first go-round on your Wednesday. Is your ugly driveway ready for a makeover? Capital City Concrete is Ohio's premier concrete design specialist, and you can still get your driveway installed this year and $500 off. Why wait? Get an instant quote today at capcityconcrete.com. Torque for FanDuel. Now is the perfect time of year to get on board with FanDuel with that great app. So easy to use. And there's so many betting options. And right now for new customers, they got a great deal. They keep coming up with great promotions. $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right. $150 if your team wins. This is how you do it. Visit FanDuel.com slash Torque. Want to know how to spell Torg? It's T-O-R-G. FanDuel.com slash T-O-R-G. That's how you get it. Player props. Over-unders. We were talking last week how great over-unders are. Just like fantasy football with rushing yards, receiving, it's all there for you on the FanDuel easy-to-use app. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. 21-plus president, Ohio. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Actually, there's more than one way to rock. On your radio, on the Q. Here are your five audio clips for today. Cut number one, the biggest one. The Columbus Crew celebrated a championship yesterday. Man, good for them. Absolutely. It seemed like a good time. Yeah, and I didn't know that coach. He's a first-year guy, huh? He is, nah, second year, I think, but he's the first black coach to win an M- MLS championship. That's first or great. second year? What is the uh, – no, I think this was his first full was year. It? Yeah, yeah. But uh, so what's the status of the league there? Are they expanding? Is They're expanding. Growing? Louisville's got a, Louisville's a team, got a Louisville team coming, yep. They're expanding. All right. Clip number two for your Hot Five this Wednesday, guys. Bill Maher on his real-time show went off on the state of universities in this country today. What bothers me is the double standard. Oh, my God, yeah. That can you imagine? I mean, okay, say they don't want to say kill the Jews. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I certainly have heard chanted, f*** the Jews. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine saying, f*** the and any other I'm not going to say any other group because they'll, they'll cl- clip the tape and I'll live with that forever. <laughs> but I cannot think of any other group that you oh, yeah. can say f- the blank and, and have it be acceptable. I, I, I honestly think the kids, I think they're, you know that phrase, useful idiots? Yeah. <laughs> the, the bigger scandal here is that these are the biggest, most esteemed colleges in the country and they've raised a bunch of f- idiot <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes right, hello right. 
Yeah. And yet Harvard doubled down on their press. They're keeping her. They're keeping her. Resigned. Yeah, wait to see what happens, though, because there's a lot of companies who won't hire those kids from Harvard. A lot of companies. It costs the university a billion in donations. It'll cost them more. It'll keep coming. Don't worry. Things take time. Cut number three, Patrick Mahomes tells a local Kansas City radio station he regrets what he did after the loss to the Bills. Can't do that. I mean, can't be that way towards officials or really anybody in, in life. Um, so I probably regret acting like that. Um, but more than anything, I mean, I, re- I regret the way I, I acted towards uh, Josh after the game because he had nothing, nothing to do with it. And... So finally walks back on the crybaby. The... But at least he did that. Yes, he at did. At least he walked that back. What did he do with Josh Allen? I'm not hip to that. Uh, I mean, obviously to, he was short him with and him. Yeah, or, yeah, yelling. Right. Yeah, he was like complaining to Josh Allen during their yeah. little embrace yeah. after the after the game. Yeah, and uh, Taylor Swift apologized for Travis Kelsey. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, she wrote a song about it. And for Andy Reid to jump on that, I mean, all his experience and Hall of Fame coaching career, and he was whining about it as well. Could it was ridiculous. Yes, it's so stupid. Yeah, it was not a good look for the no, Chiefs. No, it wasn't. All right, clip number four. We'll keep it in sports with golf. This time, John Daly. He was on X with Tucker, and, well, he, uh, he didn't hold back on who he likes in 24. He needs to win. I pray to God he wins. Just for the satisfaction of bringing our country back together, get some common sense going in here again, and you know, look what he did. The four years, how great was our country in the four years he was in office? And now look at it: no secure borders, license out of the roof. I mean, what the hell happened? Where did it go? I mean, I was loving the four years that Daddy Trump was in, and it's all going to hell. Daddy Trump, that just sounds creepy. Love John Daly, the biggest drive ever. Yeah. Loves the biggest president ever. John Daly so much said, love. so such an intelligent person. Uh, back <laughs> in like 92, 1992-93, he was at an event with uh, Trump at the time and Trump they went off to the side and they were talking and having a beer. Or John said he was. I don't think Trump drinks, right? Of course I don't, Jerry. And, uh, <laughs> big lie, big lie. Trump got up to leave, and he looked at John Daly and said, I'm going to be president someday. Told him that in 92, 93. So that was, uh, that was Daddy Trump's plan all along. Of course, I pay off on Come all my out. promises, even from the 90s. <laughs> even from the 90s. Tell me another president so great. Oh, boy. And well, uh, no, we have Biden today. Sleepy Joe. Biden. Sleepy Joe. Joe. Yes. Cut number five. Ozzy Osbourne has come out and said the Osbournes not scripted like you think. I used to live next door to Pat Boone, and i got to tell you, people think Pat Boone's a nerd, and I must confess I, I was under that category for once, right. and he really is. I mean, living next door to the Osbournes, bricks go, rocks go through the window, and, yes! and he never complained once. Please don't get drunk or, or get stoned tonight. I love you all. I love you more than life itself. Ozzy! Sharon! No, 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 here! Stop shouting at me! That's the way we are. We're the Osbournes. I love it. Stupid dog poop everywhere. <laughs> I know, Sharon! everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That would piss me off. The dog poop everywhere. <laughs> Sharon! And, you know, Jack and Kelly, good for them to parlay that into some sort of uh, cash in the future as they grew yeah. up, right? Who is the one who didn't want anything that to do with ended, it? That could have very easily been a honey boo-boo situation. Yeah. But, no, they Jack especially. I think Amy's the smartest, though. She stayed out of it completely. Uh, the oldest okay, kid. Yes, right. 
And I didn't even know that's Sharon's daughter too, right? Christy, she just stays out of it. She stays out of it, yeah. yeah Amy? I thought, yeah, I thought maybe she was a daughter from another relationship No, it's their, no, it's their, no. Yeah, she just had once no part of it. Correct. She looked at that and went, uh, that's, no. Thank you. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. She was, sings too. Amy's a, she's a singer. Is she really? Uh-huh. Any good? Uh, I think I love Nobody to- knows who Amy Osborne well, is. Right. No, nobody. Yeah. But Jack and Kelly- yeah. They participated. Now they have a career. They do. Maybe Amy, Amy didn't should've... want one. She did she she was fine doing what she was doing her own thing. Okay. Maybe she's running like uh yeah. the merchandise side or Money something. Money shouldn't I don't know. be a problem. Yeah, exactly. And that is your hot five. Your QFN Monday 6 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Injury accident, East Livingston Avenue, South Hamilton Road. Also, another one just popped up. Uh, this one, injury accident as well, North 3rd and Warren Street. Traffic is brought to you by Eco Plumbers 93 or it's free. They will clear your drain for $93 or the service call is free. For drain clearing and repairs, Eco Plumbers will always make it happen at GetEco.com. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. This year, give them what they really want, a gift card to Borgata. Borgata Pizza in Worthington with New York style pizza, homemade Italian specialties. Your holiday season just got a little tastier. Borgata Pizza, Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. There may be a new addition to your vehicle in the future. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration announced yesterday it is starting the process to put a new federal safety standard in place that requires devices in vehicles that prevent drunk or impaired driving. Now, don't look for the changes anytime soon. It's going to take years for new regulations to make their way through the approval process, as always, because the government never works efficiently. And yesterday's announcement. I'm not that intoxicated. Uh, it's just really, the f- car. Really? <laughs> let me in. Really? Car. I- I'm not that intoxicated. Come on, man. Let me in. Christy, would, would, would this be the technology from, what, 20 years ago when they had the. We have bre- to blow the breathalyzer in the car. I'm not sure what the technology it's is. Come a- it has to have come a long way since. I put a gas in you, I wash you, and you won't let me in? I just had one. I'm perfectly fine. Did you know anyone that had one of those breathalyzers yes. in their car? I never I did. did. Too. Yes. No, and, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. And I knew My people that had the party plates. Yeah. The party plates and the breathalyzer. Was there a way to get around it? No, there was not. Uh, he said he tried to get girls to blow Oh, the... I'm sure he did. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah if you want. Well, Setting okay. you up. Stockton Malone. Uh, okay. So anti-drunk uh, driving devices, they were required in the bipartisan infrastructure law, which was passed in 2021. So this, it's not like this is coming out of nowhere. The new bill will pass when we send money to Ukraine. Yeah. That's yeah. all everything yeah. will be. Well, thank yeah. you. More money to Ukraine and all this stuff's going to be taken care of. We got to build, build back. Destroyed areas with tornadoes up after we give money to Ukraine. Yeah. Huh. Uh, we were having the discussion yesterday. Torg, you brought up about the lady who was offered, what, $200,000 for, for her, her Doberman puppy? puppy? Yeah. Well, think about this. Do you have any idea how much you spend on your pet a in lot. a year? Yeah. So this is the average. The average pet owner spends nearly $5,000 a year yeah. on their furry friends. We're talking everything from the food to the treats to the toys to the, the to vet. The vet. Oh, God, the vet. yeah. That's the, the most expensive. And pets getting plenty of pampering. But even though they are costly, most pet owners, they're happy to pay. 83% said, realistically, there is no limit to what they would spend to make sure their pets are happy 
and healthy. It's they say it's recession proof. They say makeup for women mm-hmm. and pets. Yeah. If there's a like a total meltdown of your economy, you will still buy makeup, ladies. Yeah. And people will still care for their pets. My sister has one of these little yappy dogs that is so hyper that it 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 breaks its leg. So they had to go to a but no vet in Dayton would take care of it. Had to go to a specialist in Cincinnati about seven thousand dollars. His name Doctor Feelgood. <laughs> it breaks its own leg because it gets so excited. Yes, <laughs> it's the most hyperactive dog. I yeah. So it's a pill is what exactly. it needs. Exactly. Try to yeah. try to do that. Try to do that, and that doesn't work. But yeah, it just it gets uh, just overly excited to have you know hyperactive, but. This, this breed, I guess, has a tendency to fracture legs. I loved our conversation yesterday with Torque saying, would you take $200,000 for your pet? We're like, no, no, never. Three hundred, no. Five, half, I'll give you a million dollars for your pet. Don't forget his favorite toy. <laughs> Here, here's her meds. Make sure she gets them twice a day. Your wife would do it for two hundred grand, everybody, right? Everybody has a price, yes. right? Yes. Now you said you'd never get rid of your dog. Uh, I got, I got I one that's know. on his way out. He stopped eating. Again, is this yeah, the same one? Well, not, he's not well, doing you've been well. Saying that for five I years. know, but now yeah. he's not eating. It's I right. even put peanut butter stuff in Why front of him. Why don't you put him down it. before it comes to? Thank the you. That's what I'm part. saying. Because I want one last. We needs one last Christmas. Oh, God. boy, the humane thing would be. Well, he hasn't even been onto a vet yet. Maybe he's got a. You know. Well, Maybe then take him to the vet. Yeah. He just wants to go south for exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'll take him a vet. I just got back from Vegas, Christy. Okay. Jeez. Oh, Let the guy settle in. Yeah, right? yeah. man. He's got a lot of stuff going on. I'm sorry. Sleeping. sleeping. Yeah, he's still sleeping and fat and farting. He's a good. He's all right right all now. All right. Well, that's pretty much what we all work towards, yeah. isn't it? Sleeping, farting, yeah. and eating. Okay. He looks at good. me and he thinks, all right, I'm still here. <laughs> uh, there's oh, the hotline. Uh, yeah. There's the hotline. Well, we got, a, we got a special guest because... During this football season, we've made fun of Michigan and talked about wins vacated. But we had our own little situation here a few years ago, and there's a new book you can get for Christmas about a Buckeye scandal, and you're going to hear about it. After Ozzy. After Ozzy. Thank you, Jerry. (laughs) We got a Buckeye basketball player who's got a new book out, uh, Missing Season, and it's all about that 1999 Final Four that was taken away. Let's talk to co-captain Brian Brown. You can get the book now, Amazon.com. Brian, what's going on, man? Hello, Brian. How's it going? How's it going? We're doing all right. Hey, before we get uh, too deep into this, take us back. Take our listeners back. What were these specific violations back in that 99 uh, season? Uh, It was a violation due to um, improper gifts to uh, players that wasn't allowed at the time. Uh, so our seasons was vacated due to that. But yeah, the- it was just loaning a player money for his mom's funeral, correct? Well, was that and with some other allegations along with Boban Savovich that it was money uh, given to um, a, a friend of his um, that was promised to be, uh, be given back. So it was things of that nature. Do you look back at it now, though, with the nil deals and everything that's going on now? And you could even do the same for the football players with the tattoo stuff. Do you look back at now and go, what a ridiculous what world we lived in and compare <laughs> yeah. it to now? Absolutely. Absolutely. That was one of the reasons why I um, felt like I had to write the book. And I ended up uh, taking a trip with my uh, students up to the Schottenstein in the last year and 
our names, our, our years was on a banner, and it just kind of dawned on me, like, this is kind of messed up that people don't know what we did, the, the current students and students to come. So it just was something I think I needed to talk about. And it really was not that long ago. If you, I mean, 1998 to 2002 were your four years there. So what was the punishment in totality for those violations? The punishment was that they vacated the 1998 to 02 seasons, which was my total career at Ohio State, was over 100. Um, I forget the total amount. I think it was 129 games. Wow. The uh, the, the final four was, was was not recognized on our records. Our Big Ten championship, Big Ten tournament championship, all of that was vacated off the record books due to that situation. But I so I I know George Reese pretty well, and the the bottom line is though you guys won those games, so they could say that they didn't count, but the fans saw it. You played in it. It was on television. I mean, do you take the approach that, oh, who cares what the NCAA says? It's still, you still won the game? I did, and um, but what happens is when I go to the arena, then I look up at the banners and I don't see our years represented. And, and then my kids and other people's kids, as I started doing the book and reaching out to other players, lo and behold, they felt a certain type of way about not seeing those years display and even when it comes to Ohio State um, highlight tapes and things of that nature currently they don't show any of our teams winning the final four big 10 champions tournament we're excluded like where we didn't exist due to that issue oh that's amazing and the book is uh, Buckeye missing seasons player perspective from uh, Buckeye co-captain Brian Brown so take us back you're from Brooklyn originally correct and you decide to go in the late 90s to a football school what brought you to Ohio State to play basketball? Well, Ohio State was recruiting a teammate of mine, William Dudley, um, a good friend of mine. He he came to Ohio State first on a, a visit, and he liked it. And he told me, hey, B, you need to take a trip as well. So I took the visit. I liked it. Coach O'Brien was the East Coast guy. He was very yeah. good friends with my my high school um, basketball coach. Um, I watched Scooney Penn play prior to coming to Ohio State. I liked him as a player. So I thought it was a a great opportunity for myself, getting away from New York, coming with a teammate of mine, and going with a coach who's familiar with my high school coach. I thought that was kind of promising that I would get the opportunity to play. And Coach O'Brien, you know, back in the day here at QFM 96, uh, Brian, Coach o, Jim O'Brien was on all the time with us to the point where when he left, I wrote him a letter, and boy, he was a class act. I got a full handwritten page letter back from him. I loved Coach O'Brien. He recruited you at in New York City to come? Yes, sir. Yes, he yeah. did. I loved him as well. <laughs> yeah, class guy, wasn't he? Absolutely, absolutely. Talk about the city. When you're at, because this is a football school, then you start winning games. Could you sense when you were playing like the tide was turning, like people are interested in us? Oh, absolutely. Because year one uh, in 98, um, coming in here, it it was all about football. You know, the basketball team didn't really get any uh, notoriety, so to say. Um, Then when we start winning, you know, we start seeing a little, you know, respect from the fans and, the top it off was after we, we, we came from the Final Four, we lost to Connecticut in the Final Four, and we come home on a private jet, and the, the bus is taking us into the Shine Scene Center. We're being uh, 
um, escorted with the police, and there's about 5,000 fans outside the Shine Scene Arena, like just with signs giving us applause for the, the tremendous job that we did. So that was kind of the shifting of Ohio State basketball back to the standard they were used to having. So. And, Brian, I want people to buy the book, so I don't want to give away too much here. But I, So how do you wrap up a story like this? You, you decide to write the book. It is a fascinating story. You wanted to document the wins, the season, the final four. How, how does a book like this wrap up? I mean, there's no uh, real, per se, happy ending, is there? Yeah, well, I wrapped it up just by um, just putting it out there so people would know what we sure. did and what happened. You know, that was the sure. main thing. Um, I just wanted to make people aware, like I said, it happened about 20 years ago, so I didn't really want to go into deeper with the specifics, but I wanted, to know, uh, I wanted everyone to know uh, how much we put into those seasons, how much we, you know, even though everyone know what we did, uh, we still like to fight for our, those, those banners and our, our, our accomplishment um, displayed around the arena that we, you know, we, we, we worked so hard for. So uh, tell us, you go, you talk, when you're doing the book, you're talking to ex-teammates and you're sharing stories. Give the Buckeye fans out there maybe a hook to buy the book. What was a story that you forgot about that's in the book that the Buckeye fans would like? Uh, there's so many. I'm trying to think of a. Can you a, give me a Michael Red story? I Did mean, you get drunk on? with Rick Smith, something. <laughs> <laughs> that's Friday at Yogi's. <laughs> hey, uh, Rick. Rick Smith is my guy. Yeah. I, I think Rick got a friend of mine. But uh, good, good story. And in, in the book was hearing Boban uh, Sabovich's perspective. I haven't talked to Boban since we uh, left Ohio State. Even though he and I are good friends on on Facebook and we follow each other, um, I never really commented on any any of his things he had going on now. And come to find out after, you know, calling him and reaching out to him for this book, I found out a lot about the NC. He had a four-hour interview with the NCAA. I found out what the women, his friend's mother was saying about uh, the money he was taking, things that she was promised, uh, what Coach O'Brien was going through. She was kind of blackmailing Coach O'Brien, looking for money. So those are all interesting stories that was fascinating for me. So I know the reader would love to hear that. Sure. All right. Know, see what's going on. Absolutely. Buckeye missing seasons of the book. So when you were playing, did you know this was even going on? Did you? When did you find out that? Oh my God, our our wins. We went to the Final Four. Could all be relate uh, erased. When did you find out about all this? I didn't find out till about ten years ago, if you could believe that or not. Because, like I said in the book, the ruling came down in two thousand and six. I graduated in two thousand and two. So by that time, a lot of guys was overseas or in the NBA, they went on with their life. They wasn't in Buckeye land. So we didn't feel the effect of it until we retired or came back and started seeing what's going on. And it's like, wow, like this is really going on and this is what happened. So it was, it was very delayed. Yeah. I was doing sports radio at the time here and I didn't, and I would, I didn't live here when you guys were in the final four, but I remember talking about it on the air of man, this is, so long after the fact is why are they doing this? But I guess it's it is what it is, and then they start investigating. They feel they have to. That do was it. the end of Jim O'Brien as well. Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell everybody out there, Brian, how special Michael Red was because I don't want be you know he played for the Bucks, he played in the NBA, but Michael Red is one of the best Buckeye basketball players ever. 
Oh, absolutely. Michael Red is, uh, when you think of Columbus, Ohio basketball, you got to put Michael Red up at the top and not the top of the, the list. Uh, just a, um, a crafty player, slasher. Uh, what's funny is that he was known as a slasher driver at Ohio State, but when he got to the, uh, to the pros, he was known as a shooter. So it's funny how, you know, uh, time changes, your game escalates, uh, um, gets better with time because he used to have a, more of a slingshot, uh, line drive type of jumper in college. And then we got to the pros, he just took his game to the next level. We always had the, the driving skills and just a fascinating player and a smooth lefty that, that jump off his left foot and dunk with his right hand like he's right-handed. So it was hard to kind of gauge which way he's going to go and what he's going to do, but good friend of mine as well. Yeah, who was uh, – you mentioned students. You're teaching now, Brian? Yes, yes. I'm a, a wellness coach at one of the alternative schools here in Columbus, one of my professional hats. Um, I'm also a coach. I, I coached three years at Columbus Academy uh, with Jason Singleton, who's the athletic director over there. Um, and I'm also a life insurance broker. So I got my hands in a lot of areas, but it was my trip with my students to the Shotstein Center that inspired the book. Well, God bless you, and good luck. It'll make a great holiday gift. Buckeye Missing Seasons, Player's Perspective, and that player is Brian Brown. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys having me. Got Sleepy Joe coming up in a matter of moments. Now we got we, tickets to give away. We have Bill Burr tickets, and that's going to be the feature, our focus, rather, of laughter at, what is it, 33 after, brought to you by the Columbus Funny Bone. Call 471-JOKE-GUYS or just log into columbus.funnybone.com. Did you see, Torg? Tesla, Christy, they introduced Optimus Gen 2 yesterday. Optimus Gen. Mm. You know, the uh, herky-jerky Optimus from previous, right? Previously. Gen 2, it's creepy. It is so amazing. It can crack an egg. Like you would in the kitchen. I mean, that's Uh how delicate the hands are. It's got new hands. They took 22 pounds off it, and it can walk 30% faster than the previous gen. Really? How about that? Kemper, get ready for the Torg and Optimus show. (laughs) Torg and Optimus. I like it. Yes. (laughs) Optimus will have better grammar. (laughs) Here is uh, Bill Burr talking about marriage. Answer your question. Why the hell do people keep getting married? You know, isn't anybody looking at the stats? I mean, what's it like? One out of two marriages goes right down the sh**. People, if you were going skydiving and they told you half the parachutes weren't going to open, you'd be like, yo, f*** that. I'm not going. I don't like those odds. I get a 50% chance of splatting on the ground. I'm not doing it, right? But there's something about getting married. People just have to do it. They're just like, is this the line to lose half my sh**? Awesome! This is gonna be great! I can't wait to lose my car, my money. Oh, look, the line's moving. One step closer to my own personal health. I pray at night. We are so (laughs) lucky to have him on. Time and time again. The President of the United States, Joe Biden. Good morning, sir. 
Oh, hey, always good to be on the Todd and Eleanor show, man. No, no. <laughs> That's yeah. Torg and Elliot, sir. Right, and don't forget Krispy Kreme pie with breaking news, man. God love you, dear. Aww. Hey, be- before we start, I want to wish all my Jewish friends who are listening a happy Chanukah. It's a festivus of lights, pal. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, we have the seventh night of Hanukkah tonight, sir. And I'll have you know my schmeckle's been humped by the meniscus with care. <laughs> Menorah, sir. A beautiful schmeckle laid all over the. You know the thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's move away from your schmeckle, okay, and begin the interview. Uh, we know you had a big weekend. You were at a fundraising trip in L.A. where you raised more than $15 million. That's what I call a lot of dough. Yeah, and that's what my son Hunter calls three pay stubs from Burisma, Jack. <laughs> yeah, they say that's the most raised by any president ever. And that includes even Obama. You got to be happy with that. Well, oh, you better President. believe I am, yeah. man. Well, when I found out we brought in that much money, I was just floating on cloud nine, which isn't easy to do because, because as far as I know, I'm not even clinically dead yet. <laughs> I'm serious. Those folks in Hollywood, boy, they were incredibly generous. In fact, I got $5 million from a couple of the Kardashian girls. They they donated a million dollars on behalf of each of their baby daddies. Wow. It was so sweet. Oh, isn't, yeah, isn't wow. that it nice? Was. That's a lot of daddies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lots of daddies. Okay, yeah. so switching topics, sir. Saturday night, uh, Donald Trump gave you kind of an, uh, an ominous warning saying that you've opened a Pandora's box of tit-for-tat political retribution. Hold on a second. I'm writing that down. Open a Panda Express Toys for Tots rectal infusion. Uh, uh, He's out of his mind, Jack. No, 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 sir. (laughs) President Trump said, I can only say to Joe, that's you, be careful what you wish for, but what you have done because you have done a terrible thing. What do you think Trump's referring to? Be careful what I wish for. Yeah. That sounds like a little bit of a threat, man. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who knows Joe Biden doesn't. I don't take kindly to threat. No. So all I can say to him is, "Bring it on, Orange Julius." Yeah. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Now, now, sir, your son Hunter. We're seeing nine charges in this federal tax case, right? Mm-hmm. The indi- another yet another indictment came down last week. He spent millions on an extravagant lifestyle: sex clubs, prostitutes, drugs, adult entertainment. And yet he never paid taxes. What's your reaction to that? Yeah, no, it's a shame about all this stuff. I I think that Hunter's going to catch a little break from jolly old St. Nick this year. Because remember, we never hear about him paying taxes either. (laughs) And Santa goes around bragging about all those those prostitutes he goes out with all the time. You know the ones. Ho, ho, ho. We never found out their names. Okay, sir, that is not what ho, ho, ho means. Hey, look, folks, here's the deal. I don't think that's a bad thing for Hunter at all. With all the sex clubs and adult entertainment, they didn't even mention one damn thing about him being a huge drunk and out of control crackhead. I consider that a win. Okay. All right, <laughs> Mr. President. I'm asking you this as a human being, as a father. Are you dealing with any kind of personal strain with the issues of your son Hunter is facing? No, it's got to be tough. Bob, I can honestly say that I don't have one bit of personal strain going on. As a matter of fact, ever since Jilly got me on the correct dose of Metamucil, oh. I don't even have to push. Okay. Oh, no. It's like a Christmas miracle what's going on with my back door, man. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, on that, we, we got to go, Mr. President. Oh, God love you, Toby and Elmer. <laughs>
Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. EMS is helping out with an accident scene. This is 70 West near the on-ramp from 256. The left lane is still blocked. Expect some delays in this area. Still dealing with this accident, blocking a right lane of southbound Hamilton Road to south of Williams Road, which is south of US 33. It's brought to you by Capital City Concrete Services. Is your ugly driveway ready for a makeover? Capital City Concrete is Ohio's premier concrete design specialist and can still get your driveway installed this year and $500 off. Why wait? Get an instant quote today at CapCityConcrete.com. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. This year, give them what they really want, a gift card to Borgata Pizza in Worthington. With New York-style pizza, homemade Italian specialties, your holiday season just got a little tastier. Borgata Pizza, Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. I know you guys are really, really excited and you were very worried. Stephen Colbert is back on Late Night TV. After that health scare, he was forced to take an extended hiatus his appendix burst last month, which yeah, was I can't also make fun of a guy. After I know, that. which was also on the heels of him having COVID. So after nearly three weeks, Colbert returned to his show on Monday. He told the audience that he started to experience some really intense pains around November 20th. He said it only hurt when I moved and when I didn't. Uh, he was taken to the hospital soon after, had surgery, emergency surgery, and has since recovered. Now, it turns out. His appendix likely burst when he was interviewing David Letterman, and the issue caused him to have blood poisoning. That's some I scary wonder, stuff. I wonder, Jerry, you get close to death like a guy like that, right? Yeah. And he's so negative and, and semi-evil and brings a lot of, uh, boy, brings a lot of just BS to people. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. He stirs the pot, creates negativity. Okay. I wonder when he sleeps if he hears like little voices or has like little dreams like he's going somewhere. I can't hear a word you're saying. <laughs> no, I just wonder like if you're a bad person. And Do I, you think he made a deal after he, uh, his appendix burst and went, I, I swear? No, because I, I think if you look at it, what he does is pretty divisive and stirs the pot and causes a lot of friction between people. You know, on a national level. The late night comedian that leans left. But he's not a but he's not a comedian. Stephen Colbert? That's not a there's no comedy in that show. It's No, there's not, because it falls short. That's that's, what I mean. That's the attempt. Yeah. Well, I know the attempt, but I'm talking reality. So he creates all this divisiveness amongst people and stirs it up. I wonder, you know. And I think he's going to host the Golden Globes. It's like three weeks away, a month away. They don't even have a host yet. Huh. Yeah. Who wants so, that I job? No, nobody does. That's no, the whole thing. No, they said it's probably going to be Colbert. Because I know what you're saying, that his Get an job AI is host. To, he's no different than Kimmel. He's no different than Fallon. Well, Kimmel he's at least no different does than, more jokes. They're bad. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying about yeah. Colbert, yeah. Maybe just a little... Hot on the toes or something when he's laying in there, feels a little heat. I don't know, or regret. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. know if you feel a little regret, you're yeah, like in the hotel room. You saying he has perpetual hot flashes? <laughs> I'm just saying. Just a guy like yeah. Colbert is, he's not a uniter or a person who brings he's a people divider. together. Yeah. He's a divider and makes things worse in the world, right, right? Right. So he does bad things in the world. And I'm just pointing out if you're in the hospital bed, do you like think. Like, it could be my time. Because I'm such a horrible person? Well, not because he's such a because it's his time. And then he thinks, boy, I'm really a horrible person. He and realizes the air of his ways. I don't think he does. I think he'll right back it? at No, yeah, I don't think no. he will. I don't think he's that self-aware. No. I he think might. that he thinks he's doing good. Right. They all do. 
He's mm. going to end up in the Hitler wing. <laughs> Not that bad. Charlie Manson's going to be four rooms down. Right? Pineapple up the yeah. backside. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Heck, sometimes I think, am I going to get in? I, uh, oh, oh, hey, yeah, right, hey right. Uh, let's go find a homeless guy so I can give him 30 bucks. Well, trust me, you think about it more at 60 than yeah. you did at 30. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> this guy just had a birthday. Who's that? Billy Idol. Taste the biscuit. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. And then I see Tommy Kramer, my childhood idol. And I go, TK, let's have a drink. I'm buying. Honest to God, he doesn't even say a word. He shrugs his shoulders and he turns right into the bar. I don't think we sat there and drank, and I don't know if he said said more than like 10 words to me. You're an Elliot. Nobody likes me that much. Hello, Jerry. Vivek may want to get his prostate check. Was that not the weakest stream you've I have ever stream. heard? You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Oh, my. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. It is. Thank Here you, voice are. guy. Very appropriate. Here we be. Yeah. Happy birthday, Taylor Swift. Oh, God. God, you see Born that in Instagram video of her and uh, Travis Kelsey making out? No, making out? Wait, are they dating? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I thought we won our bet, Torg. Tony Romo on the broadcast while you were gone calling her his wife. Calling uh, Taylor oh, Travis Kelsey's wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's that right. Monday's Maybe it's something five. they know. I'm telling you, they're going to get married. It'll, I think they will. I just don't think they'll be together in May. It'll be at least till November. Oh, you think they're going to get divorced by then? Yeah. It's Hollywood, man. It might be like one of those Britney know, Spear month things, two-week things. I don't, I don't think that they're married. I don't think they're going to get married, and I still think they're going to break up. I yeah, it'll, guys, they'll guys, break up before they ever get married. Here's, here's my just my reason why I'm saying okay. no, okay? So she's been kind of sheltered and protected, right? She's been a star since she was a kid. Yeah. She's dating Harry Styles, micro-penis, right? I mean, all these, all these guys, singers... So you think All everyone that she's had before Travis has got, had, a, had a micro penis? Well, I just don't and now think she's going to get married because he's got a big and penis. Now she's got this big two hundred and sixty-five pound horse of a man. Well, she can ride that all day long. And apparently, if you look at his past girlfriends, he was dating women. Okay, I mean he is dating women. Right. So what is he going to do to little Taylor Swift? He's going to show her. What a man's really like. And that's why. <laughs> okay, this just. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's like her first real man. And so she's falling in love with the fourth letter of the alphabet. Well, you're assuming that, I don't know, Jake Gyllenhaal didn't bring that's it. That's what I'm you saying. Don't know. See? Maybe Harry Styles got game. I mean, he certainly has the experience, I would think. You can't right? judge and all her past yeah, boyfriends by that, Harry because Styles. Because he's a big, dumb football player that, I didn't he, say dumb. that he brings I it. Didn't say you dumb. just said I man. Said dumb. Okay, you said dumb. Yeah, big, that doesn't mean he's but how shallow he brings to it think, in the bedroom. How shallow to think that he every woman, that's all we want. Okay, it's just Jake Gyllenhaal, who's he married to, Christy? Who's Harry Styles married to? Well, you know, they just haven't found the right one. Well, I think in that relationship, in that relationship, Jake Gyllenhaal was the little spoon to Taylor Swift. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we'll find out because the over/under is May. Will they be together in May of twenty-four? And Christy and I have the under. We have the under. Rich and Torg have the, the over. over. We yes. need to come up with a good bet, though. But Tony well, it's Romo, be food. It's you a know funny that. Clip. 
If we worked out your bet with, uh, we talked to Zach Bourne yet about the Friday, him yeah, coming we had him on the air. Remember? No, 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 but did we have the date? No, no, we have, we'll do that in the first, New Year. Oh, you want New Year, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's gonna, much going to, so Zach's going to have to help out at the junkyard. What was that bet? Oh, that was the bet. He okay. has to pull a shift. <laughs> it's going to be great. I've already been talking to his buddies behind the scenes. He doesn't yeah, even know it. Right, I'm talking right. to like his childhood friends and going, hey, when we set this up, we all got to go. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I told the We're going to have to have the most complicated <laughs> orders ever. Zach Boyd's so, the most beautiful guy. He, he's really That is. whole family. I'm just crazy over him. He is friends with the Canal football coach, right? My son's football coach. Okay. So I am going to try to talk to Jake Keener and try to get the Canal football team and try to like get all the kids to drive up that Friday and then order hot dogs and get a big line just of like so 50 kids. Just so he has to work, so he has to sweat a little yes, bit. Yes. In yes. order of like 50 hungry teenage yes, kids. Let, tell him to come on up. <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm trying to work please, on it. Yeah, he's listening. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Take a Jerry. school bus. Yes. Desperation. Yes. God, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. And we'll have some fun with that afternoon. We'll let everybody know what day that'll be. You should get some TV. It'll be a Friday uh, yeah. late afternoon. Yeah. Broadcasting live. Maybe right. Arch is broadcasting live, or we'll do a call we'll in or something. something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll it'll we'll do good. something fun. I it'll think it'll be, be great. Right, right. I, I, I remember when I did this bit when I was working at the other uh, sports station where we had to do a shift at Taco Bell because we talked about Taco <laughs> Bell so much. And that dude from Taco Bell was like yelling at me because his whole thing was every taco's the same, every burrito's the same. Every amount of cheese is the same in each individual, like burrito, tostada, it's whatever like it is. Like he wasn't in on the bit. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, dude, can I just make a burrito? Like people are in line for us, and they know it's not going to be a bean burrito. Who cares what I put in it? They don't care, right? They're uh, just ordering. Well, maybe, yeah. But you know I what I'm saying? Know. Yeah, right. Like I right. put a little extra That's cheese. Why radio in it. bets are so stupid. Yeah, yeah but yeah. but like so he says, you're putting too much cheese and yelling at me. Is who cares? What year was that? 98, 94. That's no, when all no, that kind of stuff was no, going on. Like ten out. years ago, like well, before I joined years, here. Yeah. Oh. yeah, 10, 11 years. Would ago. Would you see the story about the lady? Did you I, do that show the day after the Mount Rushmore show. <laughs> we never did your hot takes. Yes. Uh, but Zach, yeah, he'll uh he's good for it. Yep. Uh-huh. Are you gonna give him a little training session too? No, it's hot dogs. Yeah. What could go wrong? <laughs> oh, I'm hoping. Yeah, and he'll have I'll have my other employees there. So you know what he's bringing his brothers, that'll be it's, great. Yeah, his brothers right. are right we'll make it a party. Kurt, get get Coach Meyer there, Coach Day. There's two or three bars on either side of us. It'll yeah, be good. It'll be really it'll good. Be good. Really looking forward to that. Looking forward to this hour with little Michael Evans. Uh, we have Bill Burr tickets. We have still four packs of TSO tickets, 12 days of TSO. And a lot of stuff coming up, man, this hour. Michael Evans next. Jerry, we are just talking about Zach Bourne at your hot dog, Junkyard Dogs working. Junkyard Dogs, he's going to pull. He lost the bat. Michigan won. Jacoby texts me and says, please tell Jerry my mom has always made Zach's food. I'm really not sure he can make a hot dog, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) So then he replied. Here's his reply. He goes, it's a fact. Cooking and cleaning was done by my mom for him constantly. 
I cannot confirm this, but she still may be cooking, cleaning for him. <laughs> Mama Boren <laughs> took care of her cubs. Still now. He's wow. a grown man He's married. married. And his mom's coming still to his house and, and cleaning wow. and cooking. Wow. Zach. My God, Zach. Yeah, we're going to have to sit him down yes. when he pulls the shift. Yeah, we need to yes. actually, we need to call Mike. We need to call Dad and say, come on, what's going on here, dude? <laughs> Here's some Stevie Ray Vaughan. Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Hey, Michael. Hey, Mike. Hi, How Mike. are you, buddy? Hey, good morning, good morning. Well, for the first time, Jennifer Aniston is speaking out on Matthew Perry's death. Yesterday, Jennifer said that she talked to Matthew the day before he died, and he was in great spirits. She said they texted the day he did die, earlier in the day, said he felt good, happy. I watched an old episode of Friends yesterday. It's just so hard to believe that he's gone. Yeah, it kind of is. It, it, Certain it really celebrity is. deaths hit like that. Yeah, They're Tom, playing Tom a lot Tom Petty was that way for yeah. me. So uh, I'm going to do something a little different today. I want you to bear with me because it's Taylor Swift's birthday. However, I want to, I'm your L.A. guy. I want to tell you about another birthday today to me. If it's not the best, it is certainly one of the best sports venues in the United States. It's like an old friend for me. The Los Angeles Coliseum is 100 years old this week. 100 years old. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say anything negative, Mike. <laughs> Why would you say something negative? Well, I don't know. I mean, you think it's super nice? I, think I mean, it's, it's historic. It's I'll historic. give you that. Yes. Yeah, it's like comparing yeah. Fenway to Wrigley Field to the latest hot baseball stadium, yeah. right? I well, mean, they gave even gave Wrigley an upgrade. Yeah, but for me, I mean, when, when my dad was transferred uh, or had to go on a ship when he was uh, we were based in Pearl Harbor and I uh, was good to live with my grandmother for sometimes two months at a time in California. I remember as a little boy, she somehow got tickets to the Dodger Chicago White Sox World Series game at the Coliseum. And then and when I was 17 and we had moved to L.A., my first radio gig, KFWB, I got an assignment, because uh, nobody else wanted to do it, uh, a, covering a week-long Billy Graham crusade at the Coliseum. And for me... I mean, I've called, I've covered college football games, NASCAR, Rolling Stones, U2, Grateful Dead, Bruce Springsteen, NFL games, Super Bowls, championship fights, Olympics. I don't know. It's just and the, and the Coliseum is going to host the 2028 games. Yeah, Olympics. I'll just say this, Michael. It's not a. It's not an NFL stadium. No, I think I think I think it's in some ways it's better. I mean, it's. Okay, well, you've got a lot of history there, Michael. I just think there's, I mean, the Coliseum. I mean, yeah, it's like the oldest stadium, isn't it? No, Michael, is that that's Pasadena? No, 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 that's the Rose Bowl. Well, I know the Rose Bowl is Pasadena. Yeah, no, this is downtown. It is okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's actually uh, on the grounds of USC. Yeah, I was there for. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Yeah. USC, right? I love the Rose Bowl. It was the Trojans' home field, right? It still is. Still is. Yeah. There you go. Newt Rockney played there. Wow. I mean, come on, man. Uh, I just thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, So, uh, oh, my wife Cheryl has her uh, office Christmas party tonight. Nice. So it'll be a late night. Uh, so MP3 tomorrow, but I'll be back on Friday. No sense me trying to do a show when I'm hungover. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because we try all the time, and 
He's yeah. sucking down that expensive yeah. Yeah, cab good, tonight. Job, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry I didn't like my Coliseum stuff, but I'll have better stuff <laughs> okay. for you. All right. See you, Michael. <laughs> Not quite the. You just uh, hurt his feelings. Not quite well, the response I mean, he wanted. I know right? he were, he wanted us to gush. It's and like people when they talk about Lambeau Field, it's a concrete dump. Yeah, yeah. Like well, it's really just a dump. But Jerry's right. He's got a lot of history out yeah, there. No, that's, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which yeah. I get. You know, no, I understand. I totally get it because he's from there, and you see a lot of games, and it has hosted a lot of events. I mean, it's hosted uh, football, baseball, college, the Olympics. I get it. So we started the show today dumping on Cleveland. I'm from there, and it's still a poop hole. I was always impressed with the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Always I, impressed with I agree. With the that. neighborhood's nice. The entire setting yes, is just I agree. so good. And uh, USC or UCLA? UCLA, much better. Way better. USC's a, that's a dump down there. In a bad part of town. Really bad. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whereas UCLA is Brentwood. That's beautiful. That was OJ's stomper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed nearly 75 years. That is SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Look for sunshine again today in a high 42, clear tonight, low 22, sunshine for Thursday, 45 your high, 27 right now. Well, an OSU assistant football coach didn't have good luck in Cleveland over the weekend carjacked by teenagers on Monday. Now, OSU has not identified the coach, but said, He's fine, and he's back to recruiting, which is the reason he's up there in the first place. So four teens were in the middle. Am I not supposed to say the name? Or are we not supposed to say the name? Well, it just says the story that I read that o- that OSU didn't ID the coach. But if you can oh, say, yeah, the- he's ID. Okay, oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, four teens were in the middle of a carjacking. Know who he is? I mean, it's, it's an assistant coach. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Joe Blow. Uh, so four teens were in the middle of a carjacking spree before they were all arrested, and this happened near Ginn Academy, the all boys school founded by Ten Ginn Senior. Uh, of course, his son Ted Ginn uh, Junior. OSU football coaches. They are busy. Uh, they're on the recruiting trail this month ahead of signing day, which is December the twentieth. Are you planning to travel over Christmas and New Year's Eve? Well, you and about 115 million other Americans Going to Candyland. will be on the road and in the air with you, according to AAA. This year expected to be the second busiest holiday travel season in 23 years. 115.2 million Americans will travel at least 50 miles, a record 7.5 million going to fly. So if you are hitting the road the busiest days, December 23rd and the 28th, you do have to travel. Leave before lunch or after seven. So they that way you're not pulling your hair out. Fly, fly on Christmas Day. Oh. Got fly ya. on the 25th. Got ya. Well, because you want to be at your destination by the 25th, so that would make sense. Well, that's why. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Mm. Time it differently. Man, those videos every Christmas. Eh. I got to get to the movies. To I got to get to oh. the rotation. Like Scrooged. Christmas Vacation. I've done them all already. Have you? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the one we like? Four Christmases. Four Christmases. Yeah, that's Four kinda, Christmases. That's, that's only okay. if, I can, if I can fit it in. That's okay. You still got plenty Love of time. Actually, you got one and a half weeks. I watched Love Actually l- two weeks ago. Yeah. Got about like four or five staples, and then you can squeeze the extra one in. You like right. a bad Santa every now right, and then, right? Right, 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 right. Home Alone. See, and I'm just, See, oh, God, I'm, so, I'm so over that. I was telling him on Monday, Torg, over the weekend, I watched uh, Office Party. That's a funny uh, oh, Christmas It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston is his sister. Miller is so good. Yeah, man. he is. He probably saw the other one, too, uh, Hall Pass. 
Did you see Hall Pass? Is that with Owen Wilson? Yeah. yeah. It's not a Christmas yeah. movie. No, 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 he was no just... it's not. It's just one I saw over the weekend. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Uh, in Colorado, a guy by the name of Harris Elias was recently awarded $400,000. You know why? He was falsely arrested for DUI, and wait till you hear this. Now, at the time of his arrest, he went through the whole sobriety test, okay? He blew 0% into the breathalyzer. His blood test came back negative. He passed everything. But still, he was arrested, and his attorneys in his lawsuit claimed it was because the Loveland Police Department was having officers compete for DUI arrests, which they said led to the unjustified bust. The competition was real and reportedly promoted on social media. Sean Payton put it together. And by stand up in court. And it did. It did stand up in court, which is why he was awarded $400,000. And if you're a Doritos fan, boy, surprise for you. Brand has unveiled a collab with flavor innovator Empirical to create Empirical X Doritos Nacho Cheese Spirit. It's alcohol that tastes like cheese. (laughs) The brand's press release says the booze does indeed smell and taste just like Doritos. Layers of Doritos Nacho Cheese were extracted using real chips through vacuum distillation which helps preserve the original flavor. The bottles are available for pre-order starting today at DoritosXImperial.co. How much? $65. For the guy, wow. for the man who wants to get drunk and have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the flavor I bourbons, do, uh, man. Yeah, the no. Butter one? Ugh. No. From uh, uh, Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic this morning, accident cleared 70 West at 256, but traffic still a little heavy from 310. And also EMS on the scene of this 70 West, two right lanes blocked at the uh, near the Madison uh, Franklin County line. You want to stay to the right in order to get by. Join Mark Patrick seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed for just $49.99. Seminars January 14th at the Courtyard by Marriott Grove City and January 15th at Hyatt Place Polaris. For the dates, times, locations, and to register, visit markpatrickseminars.com. All right, we put some new audio cuts in this one. This is going to be good. I want everyone to listen to number five because we can have a little discussion on this uh, and maybe use it for future cuts. But cut number one here in your audio hot five, the Columbus Crew celebrated a championship. fans good for them i'm so happy yeah i am too and i can dedicated loyal bunch you could argue that the team wouldn't even be here without those absolutely that's how they got the new stadium i love it torg that it puts pressure on the blue jackets or does it no because i just don't think they care well the city's (laughs) got a winner professional team yeah where you at, Blue Jackets? Yep. I think it does put a little pressure on well i i could just uh i don't want to beg on the blue jackets I'm not saying bagging, no, I'm no, just I'm saying, saying me what it, I'm about to it's say. It's glaring. I had money to invest in season tickets. I have a better time at crew games than I do at Blue Jacket games, even though I'm a hockey nut. So I decided to go with the crew because I like the atmosphere. They putting together a winner, and that's where and Messi's coming to town. Yeah. So that's what I decided to do. So I bet you there's a lot of people like me 
that are out there, and they play different times. But you got to get your acting gear, right? Because now you got a winner. The crew's a winner. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I'm That's with I'm you, saying. baby. I, I think from dollars, you're correct. I think from putting on a product, I don't know if they know what the hell they're doing. That's why I got season tickets to the Columbus Fury. Nice. Oh, yeah. Feel the fire. Volleyball. Yeah. So we ain't going to be in no fire. Not the day. <laughs> the Fury. Clip number two. Uh, Real Time's Bill Maher last Friday night, right? Friday night's at yeah. HBO. Well, it went viral just yesterday after last Friday's show about Bill's take on the state of universities today. What bothers me is the double standard. Oh, my God, yeah. That, can you imagine, I mean, okay, say they don't want to say kill the Jews, mm-hmm. but I certainly have heard chanted, fuck the Jews. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine saying, fuck the, and any other, I'm not going to say any other group because they'll, <laughs> they'll cl- clip the tape and I'll live with that forever. <laughs> But I cannot think of any other group that you oh, yeah. could say f- the blank and, and have it be acceptable. I, I, I honestly think the kids, I think they're, you know that phrase, useful idiots? Yeah. <laughs> the, the bigger scandal here is that these are the biggest, most esteemed colleges in the country, and they've raised a bunch of f- idiots. Amen. Yes. They have. Yes. My kid's looking at schools, and he wants to get into a, he's kind of switched what he's doing now. And he wants to get into because I've kind of told him you can't go back in time, seize the day. And he's looking at smart schools, but I won't. Any of these schools that are doing any any of this stuff, no go. Not on the list. Told him not Boy, even an option. Give me an example of one that isn't. Well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going trade to, school. You're going to Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that? I don't think that's going on. Is it going on in Ohio State? Oh, there are Palestinian protests every day. Over Was it? There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have not yeah. Seen so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he says he does, you won't pay for that, but find me one that's well, not. Well, Syracuse. Is Syracuse not? Uh, I can tell you they sent a letter the day after condemning the attacks and said we will not take part of it and sent to all the alumni, all the parents, and Good all the students. For now, listen. I don't know if they have anything going on. I can just tell you what they did, like right after. Yeah. So they took a stance like their policy. right away. Here's our policy. Yeah. And I, so I don't know. Maybe they do have kids protesting at the school. I just know their leadership took a stance right away out of the gate on who they support. And Unlike Harvard, Penn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Unlike what's going on there. Right. Cut number three. Pat Mahomes, Chiefs quarterback, tells 610 Sports in Kansas City he regrets some things from last Sunday's loss against the Bills. Can't do that. I mean, can't be that way towards officials or really anybody in, in life. Um, so I probably regret acting like that. Um, but more than anything, I mean, I, re- I regretted the way I, I acted towards uh, Josh after the game because he had nothing, nothing to do with it. And... Yeah, because he kind of – it's just ugly at the end there. Well, he didn't retract it. That was, of of course, yesterday. He waited until, because they were starting to get a lot of flack. Yes. Him and his coach, Andy Reid, both for their behavior after that game. I thought it was ugly. They they should have. Yeah. That should have come out first thing Monday morning. I agree. I get post-game. I mean, you're in the heat of the moment. But to wait until I think it's a well, bad look for him. Yesterday was only Tuesday. Though, you know, so. Brady would whine about stuff, but not to that level. They were holding Patrick Mahomes back. Yeah, I thought that was insane. Right. All right. Clip number four. John Daly was on X with Tucker yesterday, and he retold that great story about the time he was still drunk the following day and beat Tiger Woods. <laughs> that was at Sherwood. Uh, I don't. I'm 
early 2000s. I go, T, come have a drink with us, man. Come on. Nah, I'm going to go hit some balls. Two hours later, we're still in there. And T.W. comes out in a suit, a tux. And I go, where are you going? He goes, well, I got a guitar on stage for you. Um, you got to go to the dinner. I didn't know anything about a dinner. I mean, I got my golf shoes off. I'm barefooted. So the ballroom wasn't very far, so I stumbled over there. There's a chair and there's a guitar, but it had nylon strings like Willie plays, right? I did knock it on heaven's door, got a standing ovation. I said, I'll see you guys tomorrow. T, I'll see you early in the morning. So we tee off. My caddy was drunk with us. So, but the funny thing about Tiger was, when I got on the tee, I had my caddy bring me a crown or a jack and coke, and he's carrying the bag. If you've never played sure with the, the first hole, he's walking and walking through all the cactuses and stuff going down this hill, not to spill my drink. I grab my three iron, go on the tee. Make a long story short, I, I shoot like 65, Tiger shot like 71. He just shook his head the whole day. That <laughs> <laughs> John Daly, boy. That's he's, great. He's got it. That he dude, does. That he gets guy, it. Woo. Yeah, that's damn he's good. He's a drinker. Yeah, and good for uh, Tucker to get out. Let's get some guys that are non-political. and. Oh, it got political. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah, okay. John Daly, far right. Because I think Tucker could do interviews that are not political. Uh, yeah. I think he could yeah, do that if yeah. he wanted to. But he's painting himself into that corner, right? No, I, no I get yeah. it. Yeah, I get it. But he could do more if sure, he wanted to. Sure. You know, yeah. Cut number five here. This is great. Do you folks know who Nandy, Nandy Bichelle is? No. If you don't yeah. know who she is, she's a 13-year-old girl from South Africa. She got famous in the rock industry at 10 for doing online drummer battles against Dave Grohl. So she's done stuff with Lenny Kravitz and drum battles where they'll play a song and then her and Dave Grohl will go back and forth to see if they can get the drum beats correct. Okay. So she's pretty famous. She, what she does is she takes rock songs on YouTube and Instagram, listens to the songs, then strips the drums. And then she inserts then her own. Then she recreates the drums for like major songs, okay. like rock songs. Okay. So here, are, her latest one is, she listened to it once, and then she took over for Twisted Sisters, We're Not Gonna Take It. Okay, yeah, I'm ready for the last take. All right, here it is, final take. We're not gonna take it. Oh, we ain't gonna take it. Oh, we're not Thirteen, yeah, that's good. Uh, who was the the kid you showed me this morning, Rich? I don't know his he's name. Like the little 10 boy years does. Old. Yeah, he did the outfield. Yeah, he's he was really good. All those videos online, everybody they're so accomplished, huh? Well, this is kind of an online thing because Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers did it. Who's the band, uh, Christy, with Jared Leto, the lead singer, Thirty Seconds to Mars? Uh, yeah, Thirty Seconds What's to Mars. What's their big hit? Oh God, they have a big hit, Thirty Seconds to oh, Mars. Oh yeah, that Kill the Puppies in the Park. No, get get that, Christy. Can you get no, the hit? I don't know. 
Yeah. So he has a hit, and it's a, it was a rock, you know, like not what we would play. And Chad Smith listened to the song, just like that girl did, and then recreated the drums, and he did a fantastic job. Sure. But a lot of times when they do these videos, because it's, it's a trending thing now, strip the drums, let me listen to the song, and then I'll redo it. But a lot of people are, they're like, not scared, but they're nervous because they're taking an iconic song, and then they're adding new drums of like how they interpret the song. Is it stuck? No. Give me a couple more. Uh, trying to find it here, but <laughs> well, he, no one's really talking about 30 to seconds to Mars well, anymore. Well, if you put 30 seconds to Mars in there, but regardless, he... Uh, and to a, the Earth Attack, The Kill from yesterday, Beautiful Lie, Kings I believe and Queens. it was The Kill. And he redid that song, and it's like, holy cow, that is... Just sounds fantastic. Well, it's like that seven-year-old Asian kid that does Eddie Van Halen. I mean, you you see that and you go, "Are you kidding?" Those are me? prodigies. Let's. I mean, let's be honest. When yeah. you get somebody yeah. that young and they're that accomplished, yeah. they are prodigy prodigies, and it's already in their genes. Her her video, she says in the video, "I don't want to overdo it." She wanted to listen to it a few times because she was like. Oh, I don't want to overdo this. Oh, "Marry Me" is the song from Thirty okay, Seconds. Okay, to marry Mars. me. Okay, but. This he, is, I mean, she, she does, listens to this Twisted Sister song, Jerry, because this is like that was the fifth part of the video. This and is she, her doing uh, in bloom, Nirvana. Yeah, she's just really good. Listen to her. Girls got it. I wonder what kind of an endorser she's going to be. How many drum companies? Scratch, Sonar. Let's see, there's, there's. Hundreds, thousands that do it, she could do it. She but does. she was doing it since she was at 10 years old on Drummer Magazine, like the first Perth, like 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, right. She's been on stage with like Lenny Kravitz and the Foo Fighters doing drums right, like right. 10 years old. Well, Lenny Kravitz has a female drummer. Yeah, and they say this girl's a prodigy. I mean, That's if, what I, yes. if you look at her Instagram followers and views, she has 67 million mm. views on her YouTube channel. And it's yeah. a, I mean, it's a novelty. People love to, you know, oh, how old? Oh, and right, then, you know, right. loves the classic rock. Well, she kind of doesn't like the classic no, rock. No, she does doesn't. She? she doesn't like the classic rock at all. She kind of grimaces, you know, but then she listens to it, makes it sound pretty decent. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good talent. Yeah. So when she does stuff, we'll kind of, I wish we had an equal mix there because it was Drum heavy, obviously. It was drum heavy. It'd be cool to For see. For obvious reasons, though. Yeah. Yes. It'd be cool to hear the mixed down version to see how it if would sound. If you could even tell the difference. Yeah. I don't know that I could. Could sound better. Yeah. Nothing against Twisted Sister, but it could just be uplifted with mm. a new style, 2023 it. And that's your hot five. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. We have an accident involving a semi, uh, semi rather. This is on 70 near mile marker 87, just east of the Franklin-Madison County line. 70 West has one left lane block and a heavy wrecker has arrived on the scene to get that semi off of there. Accident cleared 70 West at 256. Get off me, semi. You're so big. <laughs> Jeez. Traffic is still a little heavy from 310. And it is brought to you by Eco Plumbers. Don't shower in a puddle or ignore that slow drain get those partially clogged drains cleared out properly for only 93 dollars with eco plumbers just ask for 93 or it's free at geteco.com. news is brought to you by borgata pizza cafe this year give them what they really want a gift card to borgata pizza in worthington with new york style pizza homemade italian specialties your holiday season just got a little tastier borgata pizza cafe dublin granville road in worthington so when that damn pandemic eased up and everyone went back to the office well, most people, companies 
sort of crushed it with big time holiday parties last year. They were renting hotel ballrooms. Employees were dancing and drinking the night away. This year, mm, not so much. Holiday parties being downsized. Ours Thanks. is today, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> For two hours this afternoon. Thanks to bumpy business problems, inflation, and hikes in interest rates, corporate budgets, well, they don't allow for big-time batches anymore. Instead, employees at a lot of companies, they can expect something a little simpler this year, like potlucks. Bring in that crock pot and your Santa cookies in the break room and just give each other a high-five for Christmas. You know, with uh, 2024 coming up, you have to ask yourself, what's our disease going to be? What's it going to be this go-round? Every election year going back to 2000 has had its own disease. Did we, have, did we have the bird flu? There was uh, 04 okay. was uh, was SARS. SARS, that's right. 2008 was the avian. Yeah, that yeah. bird flu, bird the avian. Flu. Yeah. Swine was 2010, right? MERS 2012, 14 Ebola, Zika 2016, Ebola 2018, Corona. 2020. What will keep us at home? That will be the disease. Who knows? Well, so they started any of those until whatever can keep you at home will be the disease. They started with that respiratory thing. Remember with the kids, what was the white lung disease? That's uh, that's been creeping up. Yeah, white pneumonia. White lung pneumonia. Out of it, Kemper. (sighs) What song? It's just what it's called. No, I don't think I don't think they'd be launching it now for November of twelve. Well, maybe disease is so played well, it's out. It's got to ramp it's up. War now. Yeah, you got to ramp up. Is, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh yeah the bombs are going to be dropping. Has nothing right. to do with having some well, kind of well, new you disease. Can do, you can have both set up. You could have your because they got two. They have two wars they're working on. And then you could have the disease as your backup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Speaking of that, okay. Um, you know that uh, Nostradamus always makes predictions about different things. You mean he did? He, he did. did. He's well, not alive, Christy. He's, he's been gone for <laughs> yeah, a while. Yeah, for a long time. I mean, yeah, he's not he's, in his house in New- Newport. He's not doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> memory lives on. Where he makes yeah. predictions. He's like at a high rise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> he's, so. he's yeah, he's not alive. So they went back, and he predicted what? Uh, well, he see now I can't find the story. I just had it right here, and oh, yeah, no. oh gosh, darn well, it. Tell that's what it said. Okay, so uh, got it all wrong. Got Paraphrase. it all wrong last year. This year, he said uh, we're going to be at war again, uh, World War Three, and uh, yes, something to do like with China. Years. Yeah, something to do hey, with China. So here's some news. China, they're going to get our infrastructure. Yes. Remember that balloon that we yeah. was allowed to float unmolested for a week. I got <laughs> the small two stories there, for there you goes guys. Our water. No, no, no. I electricity. Got... I think it's the other. Okay. Damn. I got it's going the other way around. Two I'm gonna give you the scoop here on two things. One, the iPhone 16. I was just in Vegas with someone who works with Apple. iPhone 16, the big upgrade, is gonna be the microphone. That's what they're working on right now. That will be they the big got upgrade. The camera about all they can do at probably, this point. Probably, yeah. and it's well, they good. The microphone yeah. uh, needs that. Microphone is going to be over the top good. Number two, this guy does business in China because of Apple and goes there yeah. probably four times a year. They are in trouble big time. Economy, yeah, and the whole the business world talks about like if there is any war- wars. Remember, China did the only you could have one kid rule for how many years? Oh, for the longest time, for and now longest time, now they're desperate. Now, they're like, well, you got to have more. It's catching up with them, so their economy is not as good as everybody thinks. 
And then this whole one kid per family thing yeah. has crushed them. So the narrative here is China's taken over. China can beat us. But the reality over there is they are worried about us. So you go there. Yeah, yeah. And this guy goes there for sure, business. Sure. He says the narrative over there is they're sure. scared of us because, you know, they've only had one kid. They could, you know, their economies, they've had to shut down a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. You know, how about the DHS and the FBI yesterday and that warning for the next 30 days? Not good. What'd they say? I meant, oh, imminent threats. Really? Yeah. Well, they said that a month ago, too. No, no, no. But from this point, they said for the next 30 days, more than just the blinking lights. Yes, it's based upon evidence. Gotcha. That something's going to go down. Like malls. They predict it's a lone wolf, though. So, oh, oh, great. Synagogues and uh, Christian churches. Gotcha. Happy yeah. holidays. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Well, just be prudent. Be <laughs> safe. And, uh, Eyes in the back of your head and carry when you have to. If I go to church because I, uh, you know. I know guys who carry being, in church. Trying to to be a better person. If I get killed in a church, what a better way to, I mean, where to go, right? That's the way to go. You're in church. I'd rather I not go, go straight period. to heaven at that point, right? There's no, you were in church. Rich would rather be in a pizza parlor. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, teachers. Yeah. I'd rather be yeah. at a bar. That's... Rich would rather be at Chuck E. Cheese. In 25 yeah. years, I'll probably feel the same way. I'd yeah. rather have a glass Oreo of wine pizza. in my hand, Jerry. Right now, yeah. let me be at Hooters. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's some Rush.